Hi, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Michael Yon, and this episode is From One Incarnation to the Next. So, Kentakis, before I ask my first question, is there anything you'd like to share? Yes, Michael, there is. Just just something very small. I, I have been asked many questions, Michael, regarding why human life has so much pain, misery, and especially struggle. And one of the most common questions is why do some humans have so much good fortune in their current life while others have very little? And no matter how hard they try, it always ends up in a negative situation in their current life of existence. Well, that leads me to my first question. Why do they? (laughs) Human beings, Michael, as they are in this moment, have been evolving, as you well know, for the past 928,000 years. So in reality, each of you have lived thousands of human incarnations, meaning you have reincarnated into a human body many times over and over. The whole purpose of human life, Michael, is to learn to understand one main lesson. It is to discover the wonderment of your true essence, that you are an infinite spirit being connected to all of life in all universes, connected to creation through your soul. Creation is not a single entity, nor is it a supreme being greater than you as an individual. You as humanity are living consciousness shaped and formed as a human being. Yet within all of humanity lies the light and truth of who you are and what you truly are. So most human beings believe solely in their physical existences. As long as you can touch, taste, smell, hear or see something physically, you believe it to be true. Yes, from a physical perspective, that is the closest to the truth. But again, the human individual must ask yourself this most important question. Why do you believe what you believe? The answer is, you have been highly conditioned into belief systems. And this is what has been going on and upon this planet Earth for over 928,000 years of human evolution, from one incarnation to another, and so on. The word Incarnation means to enter into a human physical body. Incarnation is singular, while reincarnation is the plural, meaning entering into a human physical body many times over. Excuse me. There are spirits being born at this very moment who are incarnating for the first time, purely to experience human life. Some of those spirits come from other realms of existence, their purpose being to bring knowledge, wisdom to help humanity grow consciously. Some do succeed, but many do fall prey to human ego by creating imbalances in their daily lives, resulting in the creation of negative karma and the cause and effect syndrome, meaning the entity must incarnate again to bring the balance back into alignment to deal what has been created and be uncreated so it does not keep that entity locked on the same wheel of life. So how does one bring back the balance? Uh, First of all, Michael, let's say you asked me this one time and I have to say there is no magic pill. Yet the answer is a simple one through unconditional love and forgiveness for all of life. 
Just before I go on about that, I just want to say, I talk a lot about unconditional love. I talk a lot about forgiveness of self and others. Those two meanings, those little phrases, are amongst the most important gifts we have within our very essence. If we can learn to understand first that there is a difference between the words unconditional love and conditional love, we are starting to enter onto a road of endless love. Because when it is unconditional, it means you are unbiased in everything. Whereas, when it's conditional, it means you place your conditions of love, whether it's yourself or anyone else, in a very negative way. And you end up losing that love anyway. But you never lose unconditional love. And when it comes to forgiveness for self and others, when you learn from your love heart to forgive truly, you grow, you expand, and you suddenly become aware, self-aware. And that's two phrases through unconditional love and forgiveness for all of life. Because through forgiveness of oneself and all others, always remember the saying, what you think, you become. And that is real truth. When you think on a thought long enough, you will manifest that thought, be it negative or positive, upon yourself or others. So when you think something continuously, Please make it positive because you are then creating positive karma. But every time you think on a negative thought, it's what you become in a negative way and you create, again, negative karma. So your actions in your present human life will govern your future but it will also govern your next incarnation, be it negative or positive. It's like saying whatever is created in your present life as a human being is also encoded in your spirit essence. And when you depart from your human vehicle, you take every thought, every action from that human life with you. And because spirit is unconditional love and totally unbiased to spirit, Everything is simply an experience of learning. So the human ego, beyond all other things, is the root cause of every negative action? Absolutely, Michael. Absolutely it is. Let me give you an example. Human ego has been evolving over the entirety of human history. If you look back through your human history, and without a doubt, it has not been a pleasant one worldwide. Take, for example the human man named John F. Kennedy, who was born in the land of America and became the president of the people. The people of America just loved him, and yet there were those who were very fearful of his power because John F. Kennedy 
was planning to make many changes in the government, especially in some major sectors in all those departments. While he was winning the hearts of the people, there were those who were conspiring against him and planning his assassination. The spirit of John F. Kennedy was not ignorant to assassination, for prior to that incarnation, he had been the past President Lincoln, who was also assassinated by particular members of the American government because they were threatened of the changes he was implementing. What is fascinatingly interesting is the entity known as John F. Kennedy is now reborn as a human being. He has been reborn in the lands you call the Middle East to human parents who are in a positive position to give their son a comfortable upbringing. Genetically, his essence is encoded with the knowledge of his past life as John F. Kennedy, and this will unknowingly shape his present current life. Wow. If the spirit of John F. Kennedy is incarnated, why would he choose the Middle East? <laughs> that is a brilliant question, Michael. What is truly sad and needs to be fully understood by all human beings when they open their minds and their hearts is like saying when one is thinking on a negative plane and then creates negative actions as a result of that thinking, it not only affects them but can affect an entire nation as well as your human world and the result is pain and misery. To make it easier, I will call this incarnation of John F. Kennedy by his current actual name, which is quite difficult and interesting to express. I, I look at it and I sort of call his name as Erisha. So I'll try to use the word Erisha. When Erisha reaches 17 years of human age, his human parents will send him to America for higher education and he will spend the next 15 years learning the ways of America. During that period of human time, Erisha will become a computer wizard. He will work his way into the Department of Military Defense, and he will impress everyone with his knowledge of computers. At the human age of 32, he will return to his homeland. Within three to seven years of his return, he will be working for the Middle East military and be given authority to set up and run their defense system. Between the year 2040 to 2048, the Middle East will be in the position to wage war on any country. Because of their nuclear power fitted with biological warfare, which has been developing over many years, and by the end of 2040 to 2048, will become one of the biggest threats to all human civilization. It could create nuclear war that humanity may not recover from. You see, it's all about the revenge of the human ego, not the human heart. What each human being does not realize fully nor understand is this. When a negative action is created, whether by a single individual or by the masses, it then creates a reaction. In reality, what is created negatively or positively in this present moment of human time will be created 
in the human future or in the next incarnation. What is called karma is like a double-sided coin. It can be negative or positive. It all depends on the individual or the masses and their level of understanding. There has never been a human being who can cheat their self-created thoughts nor actions, whether they are negative or positive. Even if it is not brought into balance in their current human life, it will be brought into balance in their next incarnation. The balance is in the learning and the understanding of becoming aware of who and what you as human beings are. In truth, you are infinite and immortal. You will never perish, for you are the spirits of light and are a part of creation's living energy in its totality. The example of John F. Kennedy is simply to show you that when a negative action is created against a human individual, the reaction in their next incarnation can be devastating, not just for a single individual, but for a nation or all of humanity. The purpose of incarnating over and over again is to grow beyond human ego and to learn to forgive, not hate, nor judge but to learn to love yourself with unconditional love so you can learn to love your family, your neighbours, your country, your world, even your brothers and sisters in other vibrations of existence. Uh, that's a lot to take in, Kentakis. Is it possible to maybe give another example of a living person on earth at this time? Yes, yes, I can do that. Um just a few words to sum what I just expressed. Even though every human life is important in the learning process of all life and understanding, it is in reality every human being's personal responsibility to grow in consciousness and self-awareness. The human ego is your true enemy and has been encoding fear and conditioning through beliefs into your essence so they are passed on from one life to the next, and especially passed on through generations of families. Now, another example of a human entity that lives on your precious earth at this moment in human time, and I've chosen this one for a particular reason, is a human female called Brittany Spears. She is well known to the masses, but before she incarnated to be Brittany Spears, she knew she would become a well-known entertainer from a young age. Britney Spears knew at age five she wanted to be famous, especially famous as a singer. And yes, there is a reason for this. It has to do with her past incarnation. Britney Spears did not complete her cycle of life in her past life as the famous entertainer and actress known as Judy Garland who also was quite famous at a young age. Due to the circumstances created by the pressure, especially the stress placed upon Judy Garland in the entertainment industry, Judy Garland took to alcohol and drugs to help her cope. The stress grew and so did the addiction, which sadly ended her human life. Even though Judy Garland was personally responsible for her actions, there were also others who helped create her demise and ultimate destruction. So in this most precious moment of human time, Britney Spears has incarnated to complete her cycle of life. 
as long as Britney Spears allows herself to be an individual and not to become stressed because of the control of others over her human life. All will be in harmony. Sadly, I cannot reveal any more about Britney Spears, mainly because she is entitled to her privacy in living as a human being. I have used only two human entities as examples of reincarnation. This is because they are both well known to humans at this time. What is most important is that each human individual incarnate from one life to the next for the purpose of learning to grow beyond human ego. Human ego lives in the past and sadly has been creating the present and future for many human beings upon your precious earth. When the human individual lets go of the past through forgiveness and unconditional love for all of life, only then will the individual begin to see the light of creation within all of life in all universes. Only the ego, which is all logical in its understanding and thinking, it causes a human being to believe they are greater or superior to any other human being. However, through unconditional love, one sees all of life forms as it is without judgment. Everything in all universes is a learning experience. And yes, there will come a moment in human time when incarnation will no longer be a process of human life. Your human bodies will vibrate at a much higher form of energy. How long this process takes to achieve is unimportant. This moment is your opportunity to grow beyond your present level of consciousness. Accept your being as it is, neither negative nor positive. Each of you have the power of creation, the light within you right now. If you choose to seek the light within your very being, you have already begun your journey of self-realization. So Michael, just a thought in the moment of existence I wish to express to the listeners. To choose unconditional love is to grow in thought consciousness and beyond the self-created boundaries we each have imposed within and upon ourselves. To choose human ego is to stay within one self-created illusions of ignorance, pain and misery of human disease. Yet free will is our birthright from the dawn of existence. That's why it is our choice alone, is it not? Oh, indeed. Well, there we go, from one incarnation to the next. Uh, thank you so much, Kentakis. You're very welcome. And uh, if anyone listening has any questions about anything to do with our podcast, please contact us at kentakis at gmail.com. My name is Michael Yon. Thanks so much for listening and stay tuned for more.